Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing about face masks is, um, guys, cloth face masks are shit. Okay, I I have one. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, about linen face masks? That's all the cloth, right? That's no, no. Okay, so surgical so, face masks only. And N95s, N95s, not KN95s. I don't know who the hell is selling that shit, but that's wrong, right? Okay. So there is zero difference between N95 and surgical masks. The only okay. thing with surgical masks is you can only wear it for eight hours a day. You can't wear the same mask for every day. Yeah. So, but N95s, I think you can wear it. I don't know. I have, a, I have no experience with that, but. If you get an N95, you can wear that. That's fine. But the main thing, you have to make sure that it is completely sealed. So the cloth mask is fine, provided that, you know, you maintain your social distance. Yeah. And it's also fashionable. That's like a very important point. Like tropical, tropical... Tropical. (laughs) The tropical flowery one. Do you have one of those? (laughs) No, I don't. I have one in black. So I wanted like a black oh, mask. Nice. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. But yeah, so doctors generally have to wear the surgical mask. No excuses. If we are meeting patients face shield, no yeah. excuses and gloves. That's cool. Face shield is cool. I want a face shield. That is only if you're going to come close to a person. So as long as you maintain your one meter distance, right? It doesn't really matter. Whatever mask you're wearing, you're wearing some bloody mask. So it's fine. Yeah. But the thing about this Sri Lanka is that they don't maintain that bloody distance. Oh, they wear like a mask and it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> like your entire nose is like outside the mask, which is also a big no-no. Just in case you didn't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a huge no It's a big no-no, right? No, but I'm covering my mouth. You know, I'm covering my mouth. <laughs> But you're breathing in everything else. Then. Yeah, so might as well just like cover the nose and like open yes. your mouth. <laughs> so this is like an annex that I have bought. I mean, yeah. I have rented to live in. How While is I'm not in being in Colombo? Yeah. It sucks. It sucks purely because I can't get stuff ordered. So the last time we met, I was doing my internship, right? Yeah. And it's been a while since I finished my internship. That's why I'm more free. So right now I I am doing clinic duty, but uh, every hospital as a roster basis sends their youngest, most doctors to COVID units. Okay. Uh, so I went to one and I finished my, my two weeks there and I did my PCR negative. I come back and then you start working in the hospital that you were in and then the hospital based on wherever they need doctors decides on what you do. So right now I'm doing clinic duty, which isn't that much work. Uh, but I think I'll have to, they will put me to another place next month. So you have like this period of six months after internship where, you know, you, you don't really do anything, not that much of work. And then afterwards you're given a proper appointment. To so you'll be to transferred yeah, to another hospital. 
to, but you don't know where that is, right? It's at Not random. <laughs> like tomorrow they'll no, be like, oh, random. we have to go somewhere. Oh, no, no, no. It's not how it is. No. Um, so in six months time, they basically give you a list of the hospitals that are available with what occupation, like what you can do. Oh, okay. So when you take medicine, right, you have like so many different things under medicine. Yeah. So you can select based on what's available. You can select and then based on your preference and like, you know, based on a preference, they give you a spot. Also in that so you kind of have a, have a say, right, as to where you want to go. I mean, within like a set group of uh, places. Yeah. And um, based on your rank, like in each batch, you have a rank, right? So the yeah. first person will definitely get their first preference. But if you're yeah. the 1,100th person, <laughs> you'll have to wait till the, <laughs> till the rest of the 1,999 people get it. Yeah, and then oh. basically the the ones at the end they have to they pick whatever is left, right? Yes, that's what happens. You pick whatever is left, so you don't have that much of a choice. Well, it's kind of sad, though. It is. Sad. It's a very sad life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you know what was surprising? Uh, like a, like a while back, like you were like, like you're this very, uh, like a brooding kind of person on social media, which you aren't in person, which is very surprising, right? Like, see, <laughs> like I can't even, I can't even tell the difference because on social media, like this very darkness is my, uh, innermost, uh, uh, emotion and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's very hard to like tell who this person is. And then after a while, like that kind of completely shifted. Uh, and with your new profile, I was like, oh, wow, this is such an improvement. Who is this person? I can't <laughs> identify this person. Um, so, so what was your thought process behind, behind the brain fart? So what was your thought yes. process behind uh, starting this new profile and like... All right. So no, content? actually I had this some time back, right? Yeah. So after I finished studying medicine... I started working in a private sector hospital and I kind of started realizing like there were a few drawbacks amongst the doctors of this country. Yeah. Granted, everybody gives them high prestige and a place in society. But uh, obviously there were a few things that I had noticed was like lacking. Basically, it's just the um, basics of living a healthy life right yeah we may not spend a lot of time on giving you all advice on diet and exercise right we don't even bother to tell you all if your diet has any effect on your health at all and we also don't bother to tell you all how to change your lifestyles when you get diseases like diabetes which are so chronic yeah. uh, which you have to live with for the rest of your life right all we ever do is we prescribe a few meds and then that's about it yeah. because I know like when you go to even the private sector or you go to the government sector, we're so overloaded with patients, right? That it's hard. It's hard to like take some time off and to tell you about the disease, to tell you about what will happen to you in the future. We, we, we don't take that much time to do that part of it. You know, we don't even bother to tell you, Oh God, you know what? Uh, don't stop taking your meds. A lot of people yeah. don't even know that. So majority of the people would like come and get admitted with very high blood pressures. And if you ask them why just stop taking their meds, they'd say, oh no, every time I went to the doctor, they said my blood pressure is okay. 
but the doctor forgets to mention that it's because of your drugs that it's okay. So the, yeah. the moment you stop taking them, it's not it going goes, to be oh, okay. Shit, yeah. Yeah. So like, so even such a small thing, right? It's, I feel like that bit of communication is seriously lacking. So I wanted there to be a, a way where I could, you know, advise you on not give you meds straight up, but advise you on simpler stuff of yeah. life, right? That could make it easier for you. So yeah, that's that's why I started this page for it to be like something that the public can, you know, have access to something that we don't do in our practice generally. Yeah, and it's been getting a lot of uh, traction lately, right? Like I see all yeah, these Q and A's and a lot of people asking questions, which yeah. is pretty, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Because so when I, you think, yeah, I have stuff. Tell me. No, you go ahead. I had completely stopped doing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So I thought maybe it's time I restarted because my knowledge is a bit better than back then. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah, a little, a little more credible. <laughs> a little bit more, yeah. yeah. So that's good. Uh, but I don't want it to become too medical. I just yeah, need yeah. it to be what I would like to tell the patients what, you know, that I can't do. Because when you take our system, right, we do provide like free healthcare, meaning yeah. we will give you all your drugs for free every month, right? Yeah. But let's take the hospital that I'm at, right? So at Matale, it's a district general hospital. So it's a pretty big hospital. So when we take just the general medicine clinic, it has about 500 patients who come, right? And it's only once a week. Right. Yeah. And we, out of the 500, will probably see only about 100 or 120 patients. So for that month, that one person can yeah. tell you your problems only once. Yeah, that's right? crazy, man. For that entire month, right, yeah. And sometimes you don't get your chance that month. You'll have to wait for a few months until you get your chance to even meet a doctor in your clinic, right? Everyone's blood pressures are measured. Those things are done, right? But it's so in that like, so I have, let's say four hours, but I'm seeing like about 30 to 40 people. And it's like every, like, it's just a little bit, right? If they tell yeah. me they have a knee pain, I'll probably just give them paracetamol. But <laughs> I don't go beyond that, right? Yeah, but yeah. ideally I should. Right? Yeah. So but then you're kept like, you're restricted by uh, time, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and resources. the fact that by the time it's like 25 people, I'm also tired. Right? Yeah, yeah. A human being and then, you know, you you sort of become a robot. You know, you're just yeah. writing things down. You hear one thing, you write, you give them the meds and that's about it. So, yeah. <laughs> that's the only drawback that I had noticed that we, our doctors generally do not talk to their patients properly. I'm I'm still I'm still coming to terms with uh, the whole pandemic, right? It it feels so surreal. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it feels like it's straight out of a movie. <clears throat> Definitely. Right? Doesn't it feel like that? Or oh, things like this only happen yes. in movies. Yeah. It's crazy. And and now thinking that this is our life. This this is this is how we have to live, right? It's it's. This insane. is how we will have to live for some time. Yeah. 
how far do you think i mean obviously you 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 on the inside right how far do you predict this will go on actually i have no idea 5 years oh um so this the thing is like once the disease is in exists existing in the community it's going to exist forever yeah the only situation will be you know if we do have a vaccine then obviously we'll be protected from it and if not you're going to get the disease there's no in between so oh shit so we'll have to live with the disease forever and then i mean whoever has the whoever is vaccinated so will I be think protected so far, from it yeah we have not the only disease we have truly gotten rid of in the entire world is just smallpox and a few others polio what was polio polio was uh no so polio uh so we do not have any diseases and to say that like we haven't had any new cases of polio yeah for a certain period of time right yeah. which is a really good thing which means our primary health care sector has done a great job yeah but um in order to say that we have completely eradicated polio that means we don't have that disease in existence in this country at all is in order to get that particular word like a few other like we have to um uh, sort of tick off a few other prerequisites for example our nearest country also shouldn't have that disease okay but india has still they haven't they're not as good at it as us so they still have a few of a uh, few people who tend to get the disease right so we can't get the eradication statement yeah but so then, yeah, yeah definitely sri lanka doesn't have polio no new cases of sri lankan cases at all for a very long time now so how is this It's vaccination the vaccination how is it supposed to work right is it supposed to be a vaccination that we're supposed to keep on taking or like is it like a one time thing you get vaccinated since it's a virus right we'll have to keep taking it i did not because... read up on the why no that's not true what if the virus so it changes its on... uh, structure or like its uh, genetic code yes so so far i think covid has shown some changes um so it becomes then like hiv yeah which tends to adapt with its yeah. environment which is why we don't have a vaccine for that either Yeah. So if that's the case then like HIV is existing covid will exist forever. Uh Yeah, so that's how it is. So I was in reading gender. I was reading up on this very interesting uh, thing. I mean this this has ties in with climate change and stuff. So a lot of uh, polar ice caps are like melting and all that stuff, right? So viruses that are that were dormant like yeah million years ago they they they'll be thawed down and then we'll have no way of ever you know like we can't even perceive how to uh fight against them which so is the which is, is a daunting we don't thought. know if the viruses are going to infect people like yeah yeah that that is that is one plus yeah so we don't actually know how the viruses acted in back in the day so we until they thaw down and come at us we won't know what the hell they're doing yeah Right. Like it, so it even like even COVID nineteen, right, wasn't actually in humans. They were in animals. Yeah. It was in animals, right? But we somehow got the virus, right? So 
I don't know when it does thaw out. I'm assuming by that time I'll be dead, which is a plus point. So <laughs> when, it, when it does come and create havoc, I'm assuming that generation will have to deal with it. Yeah. So unfortunately. What are what are some COVID nineteen like the most absurd COVID nineteen stories you've heard? Not absurd, like in the sense misconceptions and stuff and all. Like, what do you think people have? Um, like people have gotten wrong about COVID nineteen. There's quite a bit. Go ahead. So I don't know where to start. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you know, I mean, I know. Um, I don't watch like TV and stuff generally. So yeah. I found this out. That my mom actually said that some people actually said things like steaming and. Kottamalli and you my know. dad told me that yeah yeah so the, so i don't know really because see it has to be like for any anyone in healthcare sector to say yes this works we have to say it backed up by research right that's what we are generally told yeah so i don't know it has been told that vitamin c generally is very good for um your immunity yeah right so but the best way in any case is that you prevent yourself from getting the disease yeah okay don't boost your immunity right there's no point doing that right yeah. because once you get the disease i'm sorry you've already got the disease there's no there's nothing <laughs> to do after that yeah so anyways since covid is a virus and we do not have any drugs for it that is the truth you we basically wait till your immune system deals with the virus on its own right but the issue there is the fact that you got covid that's the problem yeah right? so what the healthcare sector people want is for you to not get covid yeah that's what we want right we don't care about your immunity right your immunity is anyway going to do the job right so yeah. so whatever they say right that's why like the reason we know that masks social distancing and hand washing works is because it has worked all these years yeah it worked when sars outbreak was there it works with tb in this country yeah right? so that's just the basics right so people completely ignore this and go home and steam themselves until they're burnt in their face right so that's that's not going to do anything so you know just stick to these small basics it's so easy it's just i know it's a little bit inconvenient but what what the hell because once you've gotten covid yeah um the reality of that is really bad one sri lanka is famous for stigmatizing every bloody thing yeah. right so so i'm sure people are going to look at you funny they're going to mm. say weird things in fact I think near my house there was this hostel where one of these factory girls used to be in. People have started throwing throwing stones at that hostel because there was a COVID patient there. What? I mean, That's what absurd. Exactly. So this is how you know we can become. So um, because like once you get COVID, one is you'll be followed by stigma. Two is you're going to be packed up and taken to a very far away place in Sri Lanka. Yeah. you won't have anyone coming and visiting you and you'll be locked up for 14 days right and it's devastating right it it sucks yeah so 
you know, think hard. Okay, you tell yourself, oh, great, I'm not going to die. But, you know, 14 days of being far away with people you don't know is going to really get you down. Yeah. So I don't know whether people actually say it on TV or not, whether you should have Kottamali and this and that. I I know for a fact that Kottamali and all has been proven to boost your immunity, right? But that is, you know, let's say, one, you're, you have a good enough immunity to not contract the disease. Yeah. But would it be much, much better if you did everything else to not at all contract the disease? Contract it right? in the first place, right? Yeah. Exactly. So that's the greatest way to help your community and the healthcare sector is that you do your part, right? Because after you've gotten it, right, we anyway have to do our part, right? Yeah. But when you've like prevented yourself from getting infected, you've prevented other people from getting infected from you. And you also do not become a burden to the healthcare sector, which is currently actually facing a lot of shit. Right? And hand- handicapped to an extent, right? Because of all the large number of uh, patients, man. Uh, so far, fortunately for us, I would say that, yes, it does get pretty bad. For yeah. certain people, the disease is very bad. They will become very sick. It will become very bad for them. But we haven't gotten to the point where it has become overwhelming. Yeah. Right. Majority of our patients are, don't have symptoms or have very mild symptoms and they become okay. So they're all right, right? But the issue becomes when these people have, because they don't have any symptoms, they've already spread it to so many other people that we don't know now. Yeah. So that's the thing, right? So like, I don't think people consider that at all when they, when they, you know, they don't tell themselves that, oh no, if I make a mistake, it's going to actually affect someone else. Up until, you know, they find out somebody they met had COVID, they don't even think of this. They eventually, they go, oh my God, I went and met my dad. I went and met my grandma. (laughs) So then I'm like, there's no point discussing that now, right? I can't turn back time and tell you, oh shit, don't go meet your grandma, right? We should have thought of that before, right? I don't know. A lot of things, I think most of that stems from selfishness also. It's not like, it's not like, oh, I don't want to contract the disease. It's it's more like, you know, you should be thinking about other people as well, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, but that's, that's uh, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Yes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's optimistic of me to think like a lot of people like in my, in my very lane, like, like my neighbor, right? The dude who lives right in front of me he and his friends have no care of the world. I don't think they even know we're going through a pandemic. Dude, that, those guys are playing cricket right in front of the house. Like, I'm, I'm, oh, I kid you not. I kid you not, right? And, and like rest of them are like cycling and all that stuff. Like nothing is happening. Yeah. Right? And they go, no, this virus is a hoax, dude. It's just the government, you yeah. know, conspiracy. And know, and not all only that, that, okay? It's, if I get the virus, right, I will survive. That is most likely true. You yeah. will survive, right? But maybe the one you give it to might die. Yeah. Right? So then that's where you fucked up, right? That's the problem. That's sad, right? Oh, shit. Uh, are we allowed to swear on this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just it's, swore. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> That's right. It is what it is, man. You know that. <laughs> it's a pandemic. <laughs> I think we can swear. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. A lot of people don't understand like uh, the depth of it, right? They're like, oh. Not at all, no. 
I, I think I think you have to blame like the media as well. I mean, for all the for all the hours of bullshit content that they put out, if they try to educate the people, like even even like actually, I don't think they're doing a good hard. job. No, no, I don't. Like, I don't know. Dumb maybe. it down, man. Dumb but, it down. Just like tell yeah, them, okay, this is the thing. This is a problem. Don't <laughs> yeah. do this. And you know, so, they just keep saying, oh, sanitize and like maintain distance. Yeah, those are fundamentals. But then there's way more than that that you have to understand. Yeah, that's true. But then again, I have to also take part blame. I don't know how to dumb it down. Right? So if you like, I had to be told that Fatima, the way you give information, it's not good. Nobody yeah. understands you. So yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to learn how to dumb it down. It's hard, especially when it comes to medical things. It's really hard to dumb it down. Yeah. All right? yeah. Up until they are very close to death, they really don't give a shit. Yeah, I guess that's right? human nature. It is in a way. Yeah. Like I would know as much as possible there is to know, but I'd still meet a diabetic who I would explain and explain why it's not good to have sugar. And then they'd be like, they'd have a Fanta right in front of me. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they'd be like, oh, no, I'll go and have my medicine. Yeah. So I would say I would agree that half of the blame is on us because we didn't take time when they got diagnosed with the disease to explain to them that, you know what? This is how your life is going to be. And most of the time, we should also take into account that the rest of the family members should join in. It's hard, you know, to be yeah. diagnosed with a lifelong disease, which requires you to change all your ways. It's really hard. So part of it is our blame. We don't take the time. We never take the time. I have met a lot of people who don't even know they have a certain disease. We just start on the meds and they just take you. So... It's a lot of things we have to change, but we can't just straight up blame the population because you have to have a certain level of education as well, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it gets really tough. I don't know whether you can remember, I had a rant on my Instagram page regarding a mother who didn't know where the baby comes from. No, I didn't know this story. I don't think I saw this. And I, I got so angry, right? Wait, what, what so is the story? Then, Tell, I, I need to know this. Like, you have to like break this down from the top. So it's like a exclusive podcast uh, segment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, tell me. So, uh, so generally, if like when you're term, right? When you're about to deliver the baby, you're going to have a few things. You are, yeah. the water bag will break, which everybody has seen in the movies. You yeah. start getting pains. Yeah. Again, it's there in the movies. So what they don't see is that when they come to the hospital, right, a doctor has to do a vaginal examination because the baby is going to come from there. Yeah. Right? In case anyone so if you're know. going to wake me up at 2 a.m. in the morning, right, and then you're going to tell me, oh, my God, no, I'm not going to let you touch me. Then I'm going to get mad, right? Like, so where did she expect did it was supposed to come out from? I don't know. I asked her, do you know that the baby is supposed to come from there? She said no. Uh, so I was super sleepy and I was already pissed off, right? Because she makes it sound like I'm trying to rape her. Right? <laughs> but I'm not. I'm just doing my job, I'm man. trying like, not don't to laugh, do this. <laughs> Right? And so, like, 
it's it's i got really pissed off i i even in the morning this patient she did not let me do my examination because when i can't do my examination i cannot proceed with you right you're the patient right and then i'm just like what are you going to do <laughs> like we can't do anything just because you're not letting us examine doesn't mean we're going to use the government resources of a theater and do an emergency c section yeah. right that's not how it works right you're getting everything for free so you have to be willing to let us help you and up to date the best way to give birth to a child would be to through normal delivery right yeah that's what you were made for so she was like pissing me off in the morning as well so i went on instagram and ranted about it i thought so for me you know so no no she didn't let me do it i told her i'm sorry i'm leaving um whatever happens you take responsibility for your child i can't do this right um so she did actually she wrote it down and then eventually my consultant came and had to deal with her so did she get a c section no it was too far off right she was close to giving birth to the child why should we do a c section it's going to come out anyway uh, so we just let her go through the pain and then you know she delivered the baby but she delivered it prematurely which is a bit of a problem so yeah so you know so things like that can happen so eventually like at 2 a.m in the morning right this this mother she's screaming her freaking guts out because she's not letting me do my examination i walked out and then the midwife comes in and the midwife goes looking for her mother and she's like can you teach her where the baby comes from <laughs> i was like uh... i was like what's wrong with you already done the making the baby part right now help me get the baby out right but oh, it's it doesn't work that way so we're so far behind when it comes to education to people with regard to these things i can't i can't even piece that together man <laughs> it's insane like how is that how okay i, I would understand if the patient was a young child right so we do have 16 year olds 17 year olds who made a stupid mistake some yeah. of them were actually raped they wouldn't know yeah. we have to be very careful with them we have to explain it to them and if they genuinely do not give consent because they're so small it's okay right yeah but she was a 28 year old right so i'm just like what the fuck happened here Right. so yeah so i was pretty mad that day a lot of people knew <laughs> but that's not what the health page is for by the way i'm not going to tell you where the baby comes from if you want to know i will but i don't know i mean your attraction would just like your followers <laughs> would boost like just imagine you post one post there is a baby compromise sponsor that dude like <laughs> that's that's basically it you've made it could it. be yeah but people will assume it's porn <sighs> not anything to do with thought yeah oh we were, we were we were actually talking about oh, um, yeah. um absurd absurd things people believe in healthcare <clears throat> um yeah so 
one of the things that they've been asking me about is like intermittent fasting. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's absurd. I would just say that, you know, if you're going to do it, you better do it properly or, or else don't attempt it. Yeah. Because you will jeopardize your nutrition and that in the long run is very bad. Yeah. Right. But if you are going to do it properly, you should get a nutritionist's view on it. They will give you a diet plan and you must stick to that if that's the case. Right. So, uh, Anyways, so that's one of the things recently, a lot of people have been asking me about intermittent fasting on which I will be putting up a new post, I think. I will discuss it in depth. Uh, another thing with the, um, you know, whether if you would do a certain exercise, you'd lose the fat in that spot. Certain area, oh, yeah. Right, <clears throat> for example, if you do ab exercises, right? It's not that you're going to get abs, right? You already have your muscles there. Just because you do the exercise like this is doesn't mean you're going me. to get it. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry, no. So, and also, just yeah. because you did the ab exercises doesn't mean that you're going to lose your stomach fat. That's yeah. not how you lose fat, right? When you lose well, fat, you lose fat proportionately throughout your body. That's, that's what I right? figured out a few months back. <clears throat> oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I so I was like, okay, so I I I put in, I I so I'd put on a lot of weight like during during the first lockdown, right? And and I Same. normally Me don't too. put on weight, right? I don't put on weight like ever. And oh, then I ate uh, junk. I I think I did too. So I put on weight and I was so uncomfortable with myself. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to run every night. And, I, and and then so I was like, okay, I'm very determined when it comes to this. So I ran every day for two months straight and I lost all the bait that I put on. But then I just lost overall. Yes. Uh, then That's I realized, okay, is. that wasn't such a great idea because like my face is all skinny now. And like, like I've, I've gotten like completely skinny, like back to very, very skinny. So, uh, so I have to figure out a way to like put on bait again, which is, which is the hardest part. Losing weight isn't that hard now. Yeah, losing weight. So let's say uh, the amount that you eat, if you compensate it with, let's say, let's say you just figure out your usual day and you realize that this is the amount of exercise that I do yeah. and this is the amount I can do, you must make sure that your diet compensates for that, right? If I eat this much of food, this much of exercise will help me lose weight, right? Yeah. So that's how it is. And it's the other way around. And I, I know that everybody has the whole, um, if you're, you know, if you look fat or you look curvy or whatever the hell that people are saying these days, right? It does not give you the right to be obese and unhealthy and tell yourself, oh no, it's fine. That's, that's the point, right? I, I, this is such a touchy topic. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I feel touchy, like it should right? be spoken about, right? I mean, it's completely <laughs> fine you being happy with your own skin, right? Happy in your own skin. Correct. But that doesn't mean you should promote obesity, right? Yes, you shouldn't promote, other, you shouldn't the... say other people, oh, it's okay to be fat, you're fine and all that stuff. Like if, if you're unhealthy, if you, if you are at risk like of heart disease, right? Heart disease? Yes. So obesity will give rise to basically everything there is. You will get diabetes without a doubt. You will get osteoporosis at a much younger age than everyone else. And you will have heart disease. I'm sorry, but your heart is gone to hell. Yeah. You will have fatty liver, which would lead to liver disease in the long run, which is cirrhosis, which sucks. Um, 
The reason I can say this is because I've seen people suffer with the disease, right? And everything that you will end up with is chronic and lifelong, yeah. right? And believe me, you will regret that you didn't do anything about it when you could. Yeah. Right? At that point, being curvy wouldn't really help you. Um, Not at all. (laughs) No, I don't mind if you're within your, you know, your whatever range, right? It's no longer, BMI is not the only way to tell whether you're healthy or not, right? So what you must go for is lean mass, as meaning muscle mass, as opposed to fat mass, right? Like the thick layers of fat under your skin. That's what you shouldn't have. Right. And it's if you're comfortable with whatever range you are, but you're quite healthy, right? Like you you don't feel sick or bloaty or you don't you're not sick, then it doesn't matter what the hell you look like. But if you are obese, then I'm sorry, in the medical terms, you are ill, you're having a disease. Right? It falls under a disease criteria and it is something you should be really worried about. Yeah. Right? Just just because it's like, you know, you should, you should love what you look like doesn't mean you must compensate your health on that. Yeah. Right. Because what will come to you, it won't come to you now. And when it does come to you, it's a little too late to do anything about it. And today, all the younger generation, it's just, oh, no, it's fine. You know, they keep telling themselves it's fine. But if you are actually at the point of, you know, where you're overweight, obese, and morbidly obese, you should really rethink your choices. It's not cool, right? <clears throat> and I don't know. I'm sure this would piss off a lot of people. Yeah, that's would fine. Say I'm it is body shaming is, yeah. and shit. No. But, but if you come to me for treatment of stuff, right, I'm going to feel so much shit because I'm going to be like, why didn't you deal with it back then, right? Yeah. Like, what? Because now you have a disease I have to deal with for the rest of your life. And, and most of the time, it, it doesn't sound like it's a big deal because you're young, you're not affected with these things. But maybe you should take a look at your grandparents and your uncles and aunts who are suffering with these diseases. Just speak to them for a small moment and ask them the issues they go through, right? It's not, some, it's not fun at all. Okay, Something that you could have done when you were younger and you didn't bother because of what, I don't know what media is putting in your heads. I don't know what it is. I think it's a huge mistake. I'm glad you brought that up, yeah. Always always think lean mass, right? It doesn't matter if you're curvy, but it's muscle and it's not fat. Then it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if your weight is really high because BMI is not the way to check whether you're healthy or not anymore. There are lots of factors that come into play. So, but if you know that it is fat as opposed to muscle mass, you should deal with it quickly. Yeah. Because after a certain point, it's next to impossible to come back to whatever weight you were, you know? So I hope people take it in a positive way as opposed to, you know, well, even if you get fame through negativity, let it be something. Yeah, it's still fame, right? (laughs) Any publicity is good publicity. (laughs) Not really, but anyways, it's okay. Yeah. So those are a few things that people believe. Um, what else? I think calorie counting is something that you should be very careful about. Yeah. 
I I found that fascinating, man. A lot of people like, oh, you know, if I this much, this much has like this many calories, so I'll intake. I was like, that's like some people go through like the like the insane extents of counting every single thing that they digest, which is yeah. absurd to me. I I I. But for those who have to lose weight, right? It kind of helps them because it's numerical and they can. It's easier for them to understand. Yeah. Right. So it's more like a lifestyle of somebody who really has to lose a lot of weight. So for them to tell themselves with numbers, it's so much easier, right? As opposed to oh, one cookie is okay for me. It's like they'd fall into it, you know. They'd be like, no, wait, I can have another cookie. That's not how they do it. They count yeah. it. They make sure that they stay in line. It works for them. But you, what you shouldn't jeopardize is like, let's say cookies have a certain amount of calories, right? But it has zero nutritious value. Yeah. Or like potato chips, very little nutritious value. It's nothing. Right? Yeah. But it has a certain amount of calories. You need yeah. that and you won't eat a nutritious meal of the same amount of calories. Calories, yeah. Because you've already eaten your calorie content, right? So that's the bad thing, right? If you're going to count calories, make sure you you add the nutritious part, right? Because at the end of the day, you're growing. And for your body to grow, it's going to need what it always needed. Yeah. And if you're not going to give it that, it's going to compromise. Like, that's what you're going to compromise. You're going to compromise your own body in order to lose weight. Bad idea. So, yeah. And also, it kind of, you know, you should sort of eat something you like once in a while or you're going to go crazy. Majority of the questions lately are only about like diet. I don't think I've gotten anything else apart from that because people are not suffering from such diseases yet. Yet, yeah. So, Do you get any COVID-related yeah, so, questions? Um, most of it was that, you know, like what the kind of questions that I've gotten is I have met someone who was exposed to COVID who was exposed to another patient with COVID. What should I do? It's those type of questions. How long should I wait to do my PCR? Something that everybody asks. Um, what else? Everyone always says, but Fatima, I had Kostamali. I was regularly steaming. And I have to always tell them that that's fucking bullshit. Did you wear your mask? That, no, they didn't do. So then it's not my fault. It's your fault. Right, so that kind of yes, I know it annoys me, but like, how much are we to tell y'all guys? Like, no, at this point, that's like that's like bare minimum, right? It's bare yeah. minimum. So if you can't follow those, I mean, they're like like basically the backbone of like surviving through a pandemic. <laughs> and the other thing that people must people seem to get wrong is just because you know someone doesn't mean they don't have COVID. Like just sense. because they're your friends. Yeah, oh, right? okay. <clears throat> because what happens is, like, I will see at the tuk-tuk stand or the tri-show stand, right? Everyone's just chatting away with each other without their masks because they're people they know. Yeah. Right? But that doesn't mean that these people don't have COVID, right? So let's say a maid is coming to your house. Let's just say, right? Assume, okay, if you're living that first-class life. Um and you don't wear your masks, it, it's on you, right? Just yeah. because you know her and she's somebody who has been regularly coming to help you out, right? You have to still wear the mask, right? Yeah. She cannot work with her mask, right? 
So, but you can stay with your mask until she's done working, right? Yeah. But even if you meet somebody who comes to give you your delivery, don't go without a mask. Always go to the gate with the mask on, right? People think, oh no, I'm in my house premises, it's cool. That's not cool. <laughs> the person you're meeting can at any point have COVID. Yeah. So 100%. Because you don't know, like, yeah, you don't know where they've gone, what they do, who they've met. Beyond that particular time frame, you don't know at all. Like, okay, let's say we, us doctors, right? When we're having lunch, it's the only time we take off the mask. But if we're actually together or whatever, we don't take off our masks. Even if we're having a normal conversation, we don't take them off. We are with them the whole time. I know it's suffocating, but what else can we do? There are still doctors, there are still people that we meet on a daily basis, but beyond our workplace, we don't know what they do. Yeah. So that's what would have happened in like these small factory setups, right? They'll be like, oh, these are the people we meet every day. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's just in the workplace, guys. Everywhere else, you don't know. That's, so crazy that's one thing that I've noticed people it doesn't come to them as naturally as it should so you know you should think about it but from the looks of it i think colombo i think almost everyone is just infected yeah it's crazy that's the case yeah it's that's which is why i'm very i'm scared to even leave the house i mean uh, i know if i'm i could like completely gear myself up but then there's there's this still there's still like a tiny percentage that I could get infected and then, you know, just to spread it at home. So, yeah, I, I don't know that I was wondering, like, where did it go wrong? Like we were okay. It was under control. Then where did it go wrong? Did people assume, okay, maybe this virus isn't like a big deal. A lot of people aren't getting infected. So let's just go on about our day. And that's how the second wave hit like a fucking wall. I think so too. I think we all became too comfortable. Too comfortable around it, yeah. They're like, and oh, okay, it's not a big deal. Yeah, we, we can't yeah. get infected, yeah. <clears throat> More than that, we did not have that many fatalities or any complications between us, right? So we were like, even if we do get it, we'd be fine. That's what yeah. people kept thinking. I yeah. mean, it's very likely you'd be fine. It's, I haven't seen any case go bad, at least where I, whatever I saw. But there but, are deaths, right? You can you can die by COVID, right? Can you? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely you can. So the thing is, the the issue is like it can be simply a upper respiratory tract infection, meaning it can be just a sore throat and a cold and a cough and that's it. Or it could be a very devastating disease, which is a pneumonia. Yeah. Which is it has infected your lungs. That's the that's the kind of thing that becomes really bad. So. <clears throat> That's so if your respiratory system is already compromised, if you have some kind of similar yes. disease, then then you'll be highly susceptible, then right? Yeah, you'll be highly susceptible for it to go bad. Yeah. For it to go all wrong for you. If you have cancer, if you have diabetes, um, asthma is not that. Asthma, if you have asthma, yes, you are a little bit susceptible, but it doesn't get so bad. But if you're a smoker, then I'm very sorry, it's going to be bad. Really? Uh, yeah, because smokers' lungs are already kind of destroyed. Yeah. Right, so... Okay, I didn't know this piece of information. 
Yeah, so your age, if you're more than 65, you're at a higher risk. If you have any long-standing diseases, especially lung diseases, um, which comes with smoking, uh, if you have diabetes, if you have cancer, uh, and if you're a smoker, you are at a high risk of getting uh, pneumonia and being debilitated, like getting a really bad version of the disease, as opposed to younger people who are so much more healthier, non-smokers. So that's how it is. So, but there are some young people who died as well. I think there was a 24-year-old and a 19-year-old. But I think they were both sick, previously ill people. Yeah. So if you're previously ill, it's very high chance that you, you know, will either die or be even more sick than before. So smokers have to be careful, very careful. Uh, people who have cancers, people who have older people in their houses, think twice, you know, don't bring unknown people, just try and avoid any contact whatsoever, you know. And if you are the one taking care of them, then you should think twice, you know, you should be like, no, I shouldn't go and, you know, randomly go to crowded places and shit. So if you're a little bit more mindful, you will definitely save the other person the one who is actually at risk of dying. So in order to be immune to any disease, you have to get the disease. First, yeah. Yeah. So like, that's what I said, right? It doesn't matter how good your immunity is if your basics are no good. Yeah. Right? The only thing that having a good immunity will do is that you will have a milder version of the disease. Okay. Yeah. But you will still get the disease. So what about, what if you get COVID and then uh, you've, you've seemed to recover? Can you get it again? Yes, you can get it again. So that's the thing. That's why we know that the virus does change a little bit. Yeah. Right. But the percentage is very small. Like, um, I think as far as I know, even in the countries where there are like hundred thousands of cases, the number of reinfections are very small. Yeah. So it's because even the virus has changed a little bit. So yeah. I think there was one research done in Colombo faculty in Sri Lanka um, with regard to this second wave, right? So this second wave is a little bit different from the first, the virus itself. And the current virus is very infectious, meaning it's spreading really fast. Okay, so the second wave is like, a, like a, another a variation of the original virus. Yeah, of the original, yeah. I so don't does know that which mean one. that like, they, 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 they from abroad or is yeah. from here or I don't know that. So I mean, does that mean the original virus, the one that came first, doesn't exist anymore? Or still like there's probably it's a cluster there. around, yeah. But then no, there are variations there. of it as well everywhere else. Not right now. Right now it's the newer variation. I think we got rid of the previous one completely. I think this one would be from somewhere else, probably abroad, or we don't know if patient zero was anyway. I think we did, we weren't as careful as we should have been. Yeah. The, the population wasn't as careful as they should have been. 
and those who were sick didn't want to come forward also because like i said we've stigmatized it in just a few months extent, yeah which is crazy people are escaping hospitals and shit because yeah. uh, which is i um, think a majority of the ones who are escaping hospitals are people who are addicted to substances because see they don't get that substance and now they're becoming desperate yeah so that would be one of the reasons but a lot of people don't want to come forward because of the stigma they're scared and the ordinary people aren't doing anything to help right you're yeah. isolating these people it's nothing big right mm. but sri lanka is famous for that um i can remember when tb was a big thing if even one person in the household got tb the whole village will ask that entire family to relocate they must leave that village yeah that's insane so we are very famous for stigmatizing and then <laughs> isolating the people who actually need help so i'm not so surprised with how we have responded to covid yeah it's really bad but what can we do what i was going to say <laughs> i was going to say um, you like like the you like the first guest on the podcast that's like uh, who has um, like a conventional adult job yeah yeah everyone else is like you know artists and uh, graphic and designers yeah thank you so much for coming i hope you enjoyed it i hope it thank wasn't you. like a little no it wasn't i was a little bit nervous though but it was very relaxed okay yeah thank you thank you zisha <laughs> <laughs> i think i had to do it myself because you know <laughs> oh my god i can't believe you're giving yourself a tap on the back that's no, just no because you know and i'm uh, i'm empowering like that <laughs> independent independent It's for each his own. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for you know asking me to come here because course, I realized like after I saw some of the episodes I realized like I am not exactly what you were talking about right like the people that you have met are like you know yeah but I don't want to stereotype also I don't want to like fit into that oh, box that's good. yeah so I just want to like go out and like see whatever it becomes like it's just like it's and basically this, like a conversation. Kind of, Yeah and if you do put up like the covid stuff it becomes kind of relevant so yeah. that's good you know it's just way. like open dialogue right with people i know yeah. so it doesn't matter what they talk about it's just that we're just having a conversation about things uh, that are happening in our lives and in around us basically that's pretty good and it oh. keeps me occupied so Yeah, otherwise you would have gone mad. Yeah. Guaranteed. For sure. It's happening to a lot of people. Yeah, man. I I don't want to fall into that because you have to keep creating, right? Do something otherwise you lose that spark. Yeah. Yeah, just just do something. So this is my outlet to express and like rant. <laughs> I will enjoy that more. Who else would you tell? <laughs> yeah. It's like people tune in to listen to me ranting, you know. <laughs> uh yeah. But I'm I'm grateful that you asked me. Thank you very much.